listen to this episode if you are trying to scale your sales of your product-based business and you don't really know why it's not working. Maybe your sales have plateaued, maybe you have been at the same spot for a long time, which I guess means plateaued, or you have recently kind of grown and you want to keep that momentum going. This episode is for the scaling business owner. What scaling means is you have already reached consistent sales. You have a process to get sales on your website and you know when you do this thing, your sales will come. Maybe you have community and your sales will come. Maybe you um, launch something and your sales will come. You've come to this point of consistent sales online, but now you are trying to grow from there. You've validated your business model. You know that people love your product. You know that your business is going to convert for you at a certain extent, but now you're looking to grow those numbers. That is what this episode is going to be all about and the most common misconception around scaling your product-based business. Maybe you're an artist, maybe you're a creative that creates that you're, you're a designer, maybe you are a maker, whatever that might be, you have a product-based business, maybe you've manufactured it, whatever that might be. You have a product that you sell through social media and you're trying to grow your business. Or if you even, if you sell it in person, this will work as well. And what this major, major topic that we are really talking about is, is the fact that the majority of people think they need to make big changes and add a bunch of newness into their website, in, into their website, into their strategy, into their social, in order to expand. We are going to debunk that theory and what to do instead. But first, welcome to the Small Business Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Madison Page, and I am a business growth specialist, and I help brands build industry-leading communities on social media. I like to help you stand out and sell out in order to really have that ride-or-die feeling on social. So without further ado, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast. We put out two new episodes a week. So many of you, actually 75% of you listen every single week and are not subscribed. So make sure that you go ahead and do that. We've also put it on YouTube. We like to teach in a fun, conversational type of way. And I like to say it's like sipping coffee with a biz bestie. If you are wanting to have this conversation face to face, you can head on over to YouTube and watch us chat there. So you're trying to scale your business. You have these sales coming in. You've validated that business model. You know what to do in order to get people to buy. You have a strategy, but now you're looking to scale from there. You're looking to keep that momentum. You're looking to increase your average monthly income, revenue, profit. And so there's a bunch of different ways that we can do this, but what you don't want to do is add all of this newness all at once. A lot of people think that you need to expand on new platforms. You need a totally new product line. You need to start doing in-person if you're online. People are have all of these huge, crazy ideas where really all you need to do when you are starting to scale is we need to consistently optimize from here on out. Now, it is a totally different there's totally different problems that pop up. Maybe you've started to hire, maybe you're, um, you're doing, you're expanding in different ways and you need some different things. So there's of course new strategies and new frameworks, but really what it first comes down to is making small tweaks. Inside of scaling, what you're trying to do is tweak and adjust. You need to get into the weeds of your business, find what's been working and identify those things, really deeply analyze what you've been doing, 
looking at little minute things. What videos perform the best? Where have you gained the most amount of followers? Where are people finding you? What products are people buying? Where, and that's on the good side. On the bad side, where are people falling off? Where are your numbers below average? Where are your conversions not converting? Where can we adjust what you're currently doing in order to make what you're doing more effective? So instead of thinking of all of these big changes and adding new strategies, you're not changing things on social media that you're doing. Your social is working. This is more behind the scenes and making your social more effective, more optimized than what you are currently doing. We need to tweak and adjust what you've done. So the three major stages of scaling is you need to analyze, optimize, and expand. So we first analyze, we look at your numbers, we look at the good, the bad, the ugly. We look at your conversion rates, your average order values, um, your recurring revenue, we look at your customer, like your customer retention rate. We look at all of these different factors to see where there is a gap. Maybe we look at your emails and see what your conversion rate is on your email sequences. We look at different areas of your customer journey. Where can we really expand or really optimize? I don't want to use the word expand because to me that means new. Um, where can we optimize what you're currently doing to make it better, more effective, or just repeat the things that you have already been doing that have been working, but you might not know it. It makes, it gets, it means you need to get incredibly granular and analyze numbers. When you get to consistent sales, you don't really have to worry too much, quote unquote, if you're not working on YouTube too much, on numbers. Consistent sales is very different than scaling your sales. When you are getting two consistent sales, you're implementing all of these new strategies. You're trying to find a strategy that you enjoy that sticks with your audience. The content that you like to make and an audience that really feels aligned with you. When you are scaling, you aren't adding these new really strategies. You're, you have to look at all of this consistency that you've done and find what works. Find the videos that repeatedly get the most amount of reach, most amount of content. I had a client recently who started a brand new business in November. She had another one and her business had a couple of videos go viral. She had like one major video get millions of views. I think it's up to like five or six million views. And she said, holy cow, I have no idea how I did that. I, I just like kept making videos in this one I got quote unquote lucky and it started to work. And first things first, my response to her was you didn't get lucky, you were strategic and you got a little boost. You got a little nudge from the algorithm world and they chose that one. However, there were strategies in there that you didn't, you don't even know that you would infuse that made that video go viral. So now we have to identify and find those strategies that worked. And this doesn't have to be a million, uh, like a video that gets a million views. This can be a video that gets better views than the average. Or maybe you have a bunch that get like five to 800 views and randomly you get a couple that get two to 3,000. So let's look at those two to 3,000 and find granular things that really work. Maybe you have a couple that get 10,000 views and you got one once that got 30,000. Okay, let's take that and try to replicate that video by changing one thing or keeping one thing constant and finding what really works.
this is what I did with that client is we looked at it and she now has consistently has videos that are going viral all of the time because she found certain things. She knows videos that she can post. So we don't want to post those every single day, but we can use them more effectively when we are posting those videos. So you analyzed and then we optimized it by replicating something you've done in the past. Maybe your emails just never really convert or like your abandoned cart emails are never converting for you. So you're literally missing out on dollars every single time somebody abandoned cart because your abandoned cart sequence is not strong enough. So we're going to look at your abandoned cart sequence and see, okay, let's identify here where people are falling off and what we can improve. And then maybe you, we rewrite those emails and your conversion rate starts to increase. People start to finally actually convert into sales from your abandoned carts. That is us strategically improving what you're doing. So we first have to analyze. We look at the good, we look at the bad, and we look at the ugly. We look at what's working, what isn't working, and what is like, holy cow, we need to, we need to add these things immediately. Those are really the three major pillars. Um, and so we analyze the things. You have to look at your numbers. But the number one piece here is you have to be able to look at your numbers and know the benchmarks, know the averages, and know what you can do in order to improve them. So that is where that strategy comes in. That is where strategy comes in in scaling your business is we're tweaking and adjusting, but you need to know what to tweak and adjust. You need to know why those emails are converting so poorly. You need to know why your average order value is so low. You need to know why your return customer rate is 98% and that might not actually be a good thing for your business. Why can we actually, what do we need to do? How can we actually be, look at these things and actually take action on them? And that is the most important part of scaling. And a lot of times this is why scaling business owners come to me and they say, Maddie, I just need somebody to look at everything and tell me what to do because I feel like I've been doing the same thing for a while and it's worked, but I can't grow it from here. And it's because you only know what you know. or as I say very often, you don't know what you don't know. So you don't know the gaps that you might have that people like that you can't actually see because you just don't have that actual knowledge to be able to look at it and see what those gaps are. So often I tell people screenshot your analytics, send them to me, and I can give them some sort of inference in what we needed to change in order to get a better result. And they're like, holy cow, I would have never thought that. Why? Because they just don't, they haven't looked at hundreds and thousands of business owners numbers to be able to see it like I have. And so when we look at this, we need to first analyze, which we look at the numbers, we look at what's working, we look at the analytics, we get very granular on what is happening. And then we optimize, we strategically improve or we replicate, we find trends and we replicate what's been working in more ways. Maybe one email that you write almost always converts. So how can we take elements from there and really make repeat it to make it happen more often? And then last but not least, once we have made and we've tweaked and adjusted, we make a lot of little small tweaks and we test them we and we've found that we see that increase kind of starting to happen or we've made that adjustment we need to get more people in there to be able to see if it's working what's working and see the increase so then we expand we add visibility or we're adding new products so then the way that you expand your sales from there in a drastic way is you either add new people to buy your same products you add new products to sell to the same people or you increase your prices 
Those are the only three ways that you can actually really drastically expand your sales. But that doesn't mean that we can skip steps one and two and we just go to expanding. Sure, sometimes if your video goes viral and you get 10,000 new followers overnight, of course that will expand your sales, but that's not something that we can depend on because what you're doing still isn't the most effective as it can be. So when you become this scaling business entrepreneur, you have to actually look at this from a number standpoint. And this is something that I learned in my business kind of the hard way. Like I started to get into rooms with people that had bigger businesses that I had that were making millions of dollars a year uh, doing what I did. And all of them would say, they would ask me questions about my numbers. And I, if I had a product-based business, I would know my, my cost of goods. I would know my, like, I would know all of these other numbers. I would know what my profit margin is. I would know what every little marginal thing cost me. I would know what my average order value is. But for my business, I didn't know too many numbers. People would ask me certain questions and I realized the ones that knew their numbers grew quicker and they were scaling their business. They weren't just starting as at that point where I was. So I started actually looking at what I was doing and how could I replicate what I was doing in some of my, my best launches, my best sales months, the times where it just felt like people were just kind of flowing to me. What was I doing and how could I replicate that? And that is really what we want to get. That is where we want to be is I being able to identify and get and find those strategies. And that's why bringing somebody like me is important or it is helpful because we can look at it from an object, objective point of view, identify gaps you might not even know are there, and then we can teach you the strategies so you can then improve them now and into the future. So we need to analyze, optimize, and then expand. We talk about visibility. We talk about maybe adding a product line. I just saw um, a company that I have followed that blew up last year. Um, it's Make the Label. They make like organic, sustainable clothing, like athleisure, and they just added a men's line, which is a prime example of ex expanding your product um, your product suite in order to expand and drastically scale your sales. Now that's not something you have to do, but we, you, they know that people that are buying from them also probably buy for their boyfriends, or there might be men that are following them that don't have, that want what they have as well. So now they've just opened themselves to a totally new market. Now I don't want you to do that right away. That brand is a very large brand. There's definitely things we need to do. This isn't just adding a new product, like a new product line, but there are certain things that we can do. So you either you add new people, you add new products, or you increase your prices are the ways that we go from there. So the biggest misconception about scaling is that you need to add a ton of new strategies or you need to add a new platform or you need to get tens of thousands of new people in front of your brand. And of course, that visibility is important. I know I just posted a video about why audience size actually does matter because it does. Um, that is an, a key element to expansion is getting more people in front of you. But before that, we want to make sure we know we have new strategies that we're testing and new things that we can now before we really drastically expand, we want to look at your numbers. We want to look at what you're doing to be, a to be able to strategically improve that, get a an influx of new sales, of new people, to be able to look at those numbers and then test where we're going from there. It's basically this flow of testing and optimizing, testing and optimizing, testing and optimizing. If you hate numbers, oh my gosh, I would 
try to hire somebody that is maybe a COO, CFO, somebody that can look at these numbers and be super analytical. When you're scaling, you have to hire for your weaknesses. And if numbers are one of your weaknesses, as I know a lot of artists are, I my clients tell me that all the time, then maybe we need to look at that being an option because you need somebody to be able to look at your numbers and identify where this is. Now, this really is the three-step process of a brand new program that I am launching called Product Sales Expansion. It is for five individuals. There's already one spot taken and one spot pending um, that are really looking to drastically go through this process with me. If that is something that you're interested in, it's very workshop focused where we are getting into the weeds of your numbers together, looking at all of these things together and really developing new ways that we can improve and strategically drastically increase your sales in a sustainable and fun way as always. So I wanted to kind of go over this misconception because I do think it's really important to have this conversation because it's not the way that you scale is not the same way that you start. How you started was trying to identify a strategy that works and trying to do it from there. Now it's more about tweaking, adjusting, and gaining visibility in different ways. You've validated your business. Now we have to, we have to adjust from here. We need to look at where we're at and adjust what that business looks like. My business grew, was it 324%? I think was the number 324% in 2023. I know how you scale your sales and the different types of, of, problems that can come up with it. And it really, really helps when you have somebody alongside of you to be able to look and adjust the different things and make sure that it is a sustainable way. My business last year had more freedom than ever before. And I had more income than ever before. Instead of having your business run you, you get to run your business. And that is what scaling is all about. If you have questions on that, you can come on over to my Instagram at this is Madison page and DM me scale. And I would love to bring you through this process and send you over some details. We start in middle to end of February, um, of the product sales expansion. And I am so dang excited to be bringing this to you and I can't wait. I hope you have a wonderful day and I hope this episode was helpful for you. I love you. I'm rooting for you and I'm in your corner always.